Hey everybody, it's Sam with Paranormal Review, and we are back. Uh, bigger and better than ever, we're starting out with a two-episode, I guess you can call it pros and cons, of Ghost Adventures Demons in Seattle. This was one of Ghost Adventures most controversial episodes probably ever. Um, so many people had so much to say about this episode when it aired and then when the gentleman in the episode, Keith Linder, who you're going to be hearing a lot about, came out with his views on the matter, it seemed to stir up even more Ghost Adventures fans. And then, every time the Travel Channel runs this episode, it seems to again stir up everyone, and everyone kind of has an opinion on it. But I think... So many out there don't really know maybe what all happened. Um, they take it on face value and just what they saw in the episode. So what Paranormal Review is actually going to do is in this episode, we're going to do a kind of synopsis of the actual Ghost Adventures episode. We're going to talk about the things that we saw, um, the things that we saw later when it aired, I believe, um, with the extras, the little bubbles that pop up that give us extra information, aftershocks. And then it just aired recently, I guess it was probably about three months ago, on Screaming Room. And there they also added some kind of tidbits and, and things. And then in the next episode, we're going, that episode is actually going to kind of focus on the location, which is the Bothell Hell House that is in Bothell, Washington. We're going to kind of break it down. We're going to talk more about Keith Linder, what started happening to him, supposedly, or, or for real, in 2012, and kind of what has happened since. So there's going to be kind of two different episodes to give you... Maybe a fuller picture. Maybe not. Um, it may swing you one way or another. You may say, you know, this episode uh, missed some things. Or you may say, this episode caught it all and it was a big fake. Or you may kind of be on the fence and say, I really don't know. So let's kind of pull ourselves back. Let's start from the beginning. 
Um, Ghost Adventures Demons in Seattle was uh, aired on February 28th, 2015. It was season 10, episode 10, and it was, I believe, the 122nd episode that aired. Almost a million people watched it at the time. It was 0.96 people actually watched it. But where I think this story begins is we have to kind of go backwards. Because um, some of you may know about season 10. Season 10, if you watch it straight, you can kind of see some changes. But if you watch it in the order it was shot, then you can definitely see some changes. This was the turning point for Ghost Adventures. Now, a lot of people want to say this is where Ghost Adventures jumped the shark. I do not believe that. So, I, I'm going to tell you right now, that is not the stance that, that I'm going to take. However, I will note it occasionally as we are talking about it. This is why people think the series has jumped the shark or, or whatever. I will you know, give their opinions that I've seen on the internet. However, I don't take that stance. But by going backwards, I think that an episode that aired October 18th, 2014, season 10, episode 3. And it also is a very famous episode. It is Zozo Demon. And it happened, it, of course, in Oklahoma. It was the 115th episode that actually aired. In this episode, if you want a turning point of Ghost Adventures, it happens in this episode. This episode, I feel is probably edited better than most Ghost Adventures episodes. I think a lot of care and time was taken in this episode. From what I have read on the internet and from seeing people that were actually on location in that particular episode... I guess it was not a great place maybe to be. And it has nothing to do with Zozo Demon. Or maybe it does. I don't know. As many of you know, tensions had started to build in Season 9. And all they did was continue in Season 10. Um, many of you realize that Ghost Adventures 
the actual group and series itself hat is getting ready to celebrate 11 years together however they are on um season 19 and getting ready to start season 20 so they do almost two seasons a year after they got revved up season one i believe has um, seven or eight episodes but after they got actually revved up they were doing numerous episodes a season and people got confused with that with them taking different breaks and and things but at this point in time that we're talking 2014 when these episodes were shot ghost adventures were running themselves ragged and i do mean the crew um not only Zach, Aaron, and Nick, but the crew that they brought along with them. And that includes Jay and Billy because they were part of the crew with the audio and video um, components of it, the editing, um, breaking down evidence, um, Michael Udan, um, I'm trying to think of uh, Joseph's last name, his name um escapes me right now um there are many working parts when you look at ghost adventures and i think this was the perfect storm that happened in 2014 we had zach who was wanting to broaden his horizons I don't think that Zach has ever hidden the fact that he wants to be a filmmaker um, and that Ghost Adventures is not the only thing that he wants to do. I think in 2013, 2014, he started making some of his, for, for lack of a better word, his dreams come true. And so I really feel like we got to see Zach spread his wings. That actually started when they were overseas. Some of you saw the Paris Catacombs episode that Zach actually did alone. He was wanting to see what he could do. You'll notice Aaron and Nick are not in that episode. They were in Europe at the time because that's when they were filming all their European stuff. Zach also had came up with um, Paranormal Challenge and was in the process of running it, promoting it, you know, producing it, editing it, and hosting it, and all of that. Um, he had some other ideas kind of in the works. He was really wanting to expand things. Then when you look at Aaron in 2013, 2014, Aaron is really ramping up his art, which he has continued to this day. He was into big stepping clothing and he was working on his scripts very diligently. Aaron has made no bones about it. 
that he also doesn't just want to do ghost adventures that he has thoughts and ideas into the science fiction world and i think if you guys follow him on any social media or have had him um talk at any conventions or anything like that seen any interviews with him then you know that aaron is extremely into science fiction and um is in the process of writing different scripts at different times um since then aaron has uh directed and produced and edited music videos he's put together short films um so he has a very creative mind and he has said in numerous interviews that he has usually about two or three different scripts going on at any one time there is one script that i guess he has been working on on and off now for i think 10 years so he is in the process also of putting together other things then you have nick 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 is a different kind of cat and i think you know we saw that on ghost adventures he um usually is the balance one he didn't show his sense of humor i don't feel a lot in ghost adventures i think that was more aaron's role whereas nick was kind of the straight man if you've seen nick in anything since or you've watched him especially on any of his periscope lives his twitch lives his facebook lives if you've watched him on viddy space and carried on a conversation with him or you've went to any of his nick groff tour stops you see a different nick uh more relaxed more almost i want to say happier um but when you sit down and you talk to him or you hear him talk he has a wide variety of paranormal interests it is not just ghosts um he is into time slippage time travel he is into bigfoot he is definitely into ufo's um do we have aliens or are they time travelers or time slippages he is very into that kind of different exploration so from hearing different members of the crew talk and and reading things i think there was a combustible element in 2014 um nick came up with the idea of ghost stalkers which later actually became a TV show with Chad Lindbergh and John E.L. Tenney and um it is my understanding that he actually pitched that to Travel Channel and stated, you know, hey, you guys really were behind Zack 
doing paranormal challenge and everything, I kind of want to go in a different direction and create a new show. I don't want to be in it. I want us to cast some people, but I do want to run it. I want to be the executive producer. I want to direct it. I kind of want to got it, but I don't want to star in it. It is my understanding that there are two sides of this story. One side says Travel Channel said no. Um, we're not ready to produce any more paranormal shows. There is the other side, from what I understand, that Travel Channel said, not right now. We don't want to pick it up right now, how it is something that we are interested in, because, um, you know, we don't know where we're going. It is, again, my understanding, and that's all this is, it is not, you know, fact or anything like that, that um, Nick then proceeded to make it more official, write it up, get it together, and take it to other networks outside of the Discovery family. You need to understand, some people don't, the Discovery Network is, I believe, 15 or 16 different channels. It's not just the Discovery Channel. So when you hear me call say Discovery, I'm usually talking about the network, not the actual channel. So it is my understanding that Nick took it out of the Discovery Network and went to other networks with this. So, by doing that, Travel Channel was upset. Um, and Nick and Zach had been having some arguments. Zach was pushing more to become the leader of the Ghost Adventures crew. He um, was always basically the face. He has the personality, the charm, the showmanship. And so he was pretty much always the face. But I don't know that Zach, up until this point, was ever really the leader. I think in the beginning it was Nick. Nick was the one that knew how to do the different things. Um, Nick is the one that brought the crew together, meeting Aaron first and then later meeting Zach when he was interviewing DJs for his wedding. And Zach happened to be a wedding DJ in Las Vegas, and that's how they met. And he invited Zach through their conversation of finding out that they had paranormal in, in um, common that was the creation of the group, Nick inviting him along on some investigations. But um, I think Zach was now pushing to go more into demons. They had always been hit and miss as a crew throughout the 10 seasons of, you know, exploring demons. Obviously, 
Bobby Mikey's, you know, one of their their original sites. They exported him in there, you know. They talked about it when um I believe they went to the Riddle house and they actually walked down to the drain pipe and they talked about a portal and demons and water movement and stuff like that in the very, very second episode, second or third episode. So Zach has always been, you know, looking into that. But it is my understanding that this episode, season 10, episode 3, Zozo Demon, is where it kind of came to a head. Like I said, there were, were excellent edits made in this. And the actual segment that I am talking about is when they are downstairs, there is a Ouija board with a gentleman that is wanting to get in to that particular area. And Zach borderline orders Nick to do the Ouija board. And you hear Nick say no. And Zach kind of pushes. And Nick again is saying no. If you pay close attention, there is an edit in there. You can tell they are not standing in the same place. They are not holding themselves in the same manner, the body positioning. And Nick is extremely more angry. There was a stopping point, I guess, there in filming where the two of them legitimately got into it. There was an argument. Nick did not want to do the Ouija board in this and basically told Zach, if you want the Ouija board done, do it yourself. Uh, if you feel like we need this, you want this information, you want to play with this demon, that's cool. Sit down and do it. And I guess Zach came back at him that, no, he wanted to observe and see what came through and what was going to be happening and blah, blah, blah. As most of you know who has watched this, the edit is Nick comes back and does it. Now, there are different stories of how long that actually took whether that was a 15-minute argument, half an hour, hour-long argument. But from what I understand, it was a very intense argument. Some have said that that is what caused a lot of the information and evidence that they got on that actual Ouija board was because of the tension, the anger, um, some say even the jealousy that was built up in that particular room at that time. I don't know. During the time that this episode 
also was filmed right before it actually Zach had bought the demon house in Gary Indiana after they filmed this episode it is my understanding that they went and that's how I've always heard it they went to Gary Indiana to actually see the house I have never heard Zach, Nick, or Aaron confirm this. So I am going to, again, tell you, I don't know. But I have always heard from others, they, meaning all three, went to Gary, Indiana, and saw the house. I don't know exactly what took place there, but I do know that after that visit, Aaron decided not to be a part of the Demon House documentary. He wanted no part of it. Um, he f did not want to fly back and forth to Indiana along with their filming schedule with the other things he was trying to accomplish. Nick, is my understanding, didn't want to have anything to do with it because Zach was definitely labeling it his project. And Nick felt that he may do some work on it and not possibly get some of the credit and that it was going to be Zach's product and he wanted to be in charge. It was not going to be a combination effort. So both of them after this dropped off. It is then when it came up that Nick was pitching Ghost Stalkers to other networks and that they were one network was going to actually pick it up. Zach blew up is my understanding, and went to talk to Travel Channel about it. Now, the next things are covered under their non-disclosure agreement that both of which, sign, I guess all parties signed, and I don't know what happened, and a lot of people that do know aren't really talking. Again, there are two sides. Zach states that Nick was fired for breach of contract, and he termed it as going behind Travel Channel's back in order to film Ghost Stalkers. And he even went so far as to hint that Nick was wanting to leave Ghost Adventures to become part of that. Nick's side of things is no, he had no intentions of becoming part of the cast. It was a show just like Paranormal Challenge that he was putting together. Um, Travel Channel didn't want it, therefore he felt like he was free to pitch it to other places and since he wasn't going to star in it, 
and it wasn't going to affect Ghost Adventures, he did not see an issue with it. However, we all know the end result. Nick now leaves Ghost Adventures, which throws the Ghost Adventures crew into turmoil because they're not sure what they're going to do. They have locations set up. They have filming schedules. It is my understanding that right after Nick left that they pushed some things back. Again, there are two stories. I'm not 100% sure which one is true. One is that the Sally House episode was the first episode filmed after Nick left. And then Demons in Seattle. The other side of the story that, that I have heard on podcasts and internet and, and different things is that Demons in Seattle is the first episode filmed after Nick left. I don't know. I do know that if you watch either one of those episodes, it's pretty obvious that the crew is new. They have added now Jay and Billy. And when you watch those episodes, Jay and Billy are not as sure of their place, what they're supposed to be doing, um, their reactions, the equipment that, that you know, are, should be used at certain times, and things like that. It is my understanding that Demons in Seattle was set up by Dave Schrader, who had saw a news episode on it. He thought that it would be good for the crew to go up there. I got the feeling on the episode of, it's a podcast episode, you can look it up. I believe it happened in March or April of um, 2016, I believe. It's on Beyond Darkness Radio where Dave Schrader interviews Keith Linder on his own podcast. Um, Dave Schrader talks about how he pitched it to them. I got the feeling from Dave from listening to that podcast that maybe Dave did not know all of the things that were happening within the Ghost Adventures crew. Um, obviously, when they arrived on location... Dave was filled in, you know, Nick's left, and, and you know, what, what's going on and everything. Uh, you don't see any reactions in this episode from Dave saying, you know, where's Nick, or anything like that. Nick is just never mentioned again. But um, it was very obvious that Dave had did more research, and he is a researcher for Ghost Adventures, the show, uh, if you guys didn't know. But it is obvious that he knows way more about what's going on than the Ghost Adventures crew. 
Aaron has said in um, numerous interviews and his own podcast, Aaron um, had a podcast, I believe, back in 2011, 2012. He even talks about back then how he did not want to know where they were going. He did not want to do any research. Aaron wants to arrive at the site and take in what there is. He wants on site for them to kind of tell him a little bit about what's going on, but he wants to feel things. He doesn't want to know or research beforehand and think that he feels things. So anyway, um, they arrive. Obviously, they meet Keith, Keith Linder and his girlfriend Tina and are starting to go through the house. Um, from what I understand about this episode, and if you watch this episode, you can kind of see. Zach, it is my understanding, did not want to go clear to Washington to film this at this time. He had never heard of this house. Um, he wanted to go to locations where there were known hauntings. He wanted, obviously, to chase demons. And that's how they got him there. But he really wasn't interested in filming at this time. He was in an argument, obviously, with Nick and Travel Channel, and they were trying to figure out what they were going to be doing with Ghost Adventures. And I get the feeling when I watch this episode, knowing that, that maybe Zach's mind's not really in it. That he's not a hundred percent sure about how to conduct this, because there doesn't really seem to be a plan. And I know when you compare it to episodes now in in 2020, that a lot of times there's not a plan. But when you go back and watch the older episodes, there is a plan about who they're going to talk to, how long they're going to talk to them what they want to discover, and then going from room to room or the hotspot to hotspot, setting up X cameras, um, and then trying different experiments and doing different things. In this episode, it's real herky-jerky. I have heard that they only stayed three to four hours at this location. However, when you watch Screaming Room, Demons in Seattle, Zach makes a special point talking about how they were there for five. So, not 100% sure what is going on. Keith Linder talks, and I'm going to talk about that more in the next episode, about how he feels like Ghost Adventures came in thinking... They needed to hurry up and get out of here that this was garbage. Now, is that true? I don't know. I don't know how I would feel walking into this house and this gentleman telling me all of these things that are going on. I mean, think about it. They're throwing things, there's floating objects, uh, there's strange symbols on the wall, there's 666, 
Um, there's spontaneous fires. Three Bibles have been burned. Um, you know, the fire department has came. And I'm hearing all this, and it may be overwhelming to come up with a plan. But, of course, as we know, Ghost Adventures doesn't really stop and explain themselves in the house. And I think it's because Keith and Tina, a lot of times, were there. But they don't really say, oh, we think this is spray paint. Oh, we, we think this camera is angle is garbage because they don't show whether there's a person standing over in the corner different things like that they did in the screaming room episode and i think it's because they got a lot of flack in the paranormal community and they felt like they had to defend themselves because this episode really stirred up, you know, this, the community and what was going on. So I'm going to kind of end this particular episode here because I wanted to talk about specifically the ghost, a ghost adventure side of things. What happened before? that may have caused them to overlook or um, not explore things as much as possible. And since they feel like they really didn't find any evidence, there's not any evidence to talk about. Now, in the next episode, we're going to explore the Bothell Hell House in Bothell, Washington. And we're going to talk about its background. We're going to talk about Keith Linder. We're going to talk about the girlfriend, Tina. We're going to talk about other investigators that were brought in before and after. What they found. And then I guess, possibly, at the end of that episode... We're going to sit down and think, should Ghost Adventures go back? Should Ghost Adventures go to where Keith Linder lives now? Should they just write this one off as, you know, it, it just didn't happen that day? I don't know. But this is Paranormal Review, and we are reviewing Ghost Adventures, Demon in Seattle, and kind of trying to put everything we can together and get some kind of conclusion. I don't think we're going to, but we're going to try to get some kind of conclusion on how we feel about this and what exactly we think, what you think. As always, you guys can write me at paranormalreviewpod at gmail.com 
or you can hit me up on the Twitter and Facebook sites on Paranormal Review. I will talk to you guys later.